Digital is the future, and we are that future. Touch HD. Well, guys, today I am chatting with one of the original Venus Eco Warriors of South Africa, Niels Verberg, who, amongst other things, is very famous for his Luddite brand. Niels, hi. Thanks for joining me on Touch. Thank you, Kay. Thanks for having me. I know that you're not in your cellar because you just got out of your cellar to come and talk to me, but how is that harvest going? Yeah, all good. We took our last grapes in uh, on Tuesday, so all happy. Uh, a couple of sugars ran away from us, but uh, that's the beauty of blending. We, we're lucky that we've got uh, various parcels that we can we can blend and uh, get everything in balance, which is amazing. Well, I don't mind if there's sugar. You know me, I love juicy sweet fruit. I keep saying to everybody, <laughs> you don't buy green pawpaws at Woolworths, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you just don't. You buy big, ripe yellow ones. So exactly. do you think that we're going to have a lovely a lovely harvest, a lovely vintage? Yeah, I think 2020, I think uh, sort of psychologically, you know, those round vintages, 2010, 2020, mm. uh, 2000, you know, winemakers sort of put in, as weird as it sounds, a bit of extra effort, you know, on yes. those rounded up years. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I suppose a bit more added focus. You could argue that we should be focusing all the time. But it no, is a psychological nice a, thing. Yeah, it is. That, that, uh, you know, 2020, you think, oh, this is a real milestone. Let's make something unbelievably special or let's make something different. And yes. um, so lots of, I suppose, a bit of experimentation as well from our side just to, you know, keep pushing the envelope. Good. You know, we're all, all chasing that uh, holy grail of the perfect wine, which doesn't exist. You but are, but you know spend what? Our whole life trying to do it at least. There's a song, and I can't remember who it's not Coldplay. Somebody sang it about, he said, he loved the person with all their perfect imperfections and I love all my winemakers and all their wines with their perfect imperfections. So yeah, that's a, that's keep a good going. way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> so you popped yeah. around to see me the other day and I was completely blown away by your saboteur wines, which might be less known to the listeners. Chat a little bit yes. to us about saboteur and how it came about. It's also bottled in a very unusual way. Tell them everything. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've, we're quite limited on the volumes of Luddite, and uh, we just felt that we, not a, not a second label by any stretch of the imagination, just a, a different wine. Mm. We still keep it in the same wheelhouse. You know, we do Shiraz and Shannon, and now we do a Shannon blend and a Shiraz blend under the Saboteur label. And I think the beauty of, uh, you know, being able to blend, you can get really, really good balance. And the Saboteur white's generally a blend of, uh, Shannon, uh, Boigne and Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. And they, you know, that the Shannon obviously is, you know, the white blends, I think, is a very strong profile in South Africa now, a uh, very strong category. Yes. The Shannon provides all that lovely body. The Boigne gives all that ripe tropical fruit of peaches and, and sort of apricots. Mm, and that then lovely the Sauvignon gives that. Yes, exactly. And then the, and then the Sauvignon, you know, there's really nice freshness towards the finish of the wine. Mm. And, uh, that, that saboteur, you know, we, we close it with a crown cap. I've never been a fan of screw cap. I just think it's... That's one of the reasons why I love you so much, Niels. (laughs) (laughs) I always feel that, you know, screw cap just damages too easily. And for me, it just looks cheap and nasty, but uh, I'll probably get shouted at by other winemakers. I've been in trouble for 20 years about it, but it's the truth. (laughs) The, uh, you know, the crown cap is the same one. They ate champagne on the lease with, and it's been tried and tested for 100 years. It's bulletproof. 
And when you call the wine saboteur, you can pretty much do whatever you like. Um, on the red, we, we sort of, we offer the cork as well as the crown. So generally, the sort of more adventurous people take the crown and the conservative people take the cork. But mm -hmm. uh, either way, it's just as good. And um, yeah, again, the, the red is a blend of uh, Shiraz and then normally Mourvad and a little bit of Cab. The 2016, which is available, has got more Cab than Mourvad. And, uh, you know, I thought it was nice. You know, our, our Luddites are, are sort of quite class classically structured and maybe have a slight leaning towards the old world, whereas the, the, the saboteurs are very much more fruity and uh, more accessible and more coughable. Well, they uh, are. Beginning to the new world. They are just like you. They're a bit left of center. And, and saboteur, as you say, is somebody who practices the art of sabotage. And these beautiful wines of yours do nothing short of sabotaging your brain and your taste buds to the point where you simply cannot do without it. It's almost, I think it's, you've done with Saboteur what McDonald's has done with their hamburgers. There's definitely cocaine or something in that wine. <laughs> you have to have more. You can't stop. I have to change my route to work in order not to stop at McDonald's on the way to buy a cheeseburger. And I have to go a different route in my shop so that I don't see the saboteur bottle in the shelf, on the shelf because I want to buy it. It is so blooming delicious. And that's what I love about those wines. We're entering a new period in South Africa, I think, where people are less hung up and strung up about old-fashioned this and we have to do that and historical this. and You know, there's a lot of place for heritage in every country in the world, but there's also a lot of place for innovation and ingenuity. And I love yep. the way that you boys are all experimenting, but in an intelligent way. You're not dishing up junk. Do you know what I mean? It's it's intelligent experimentation, and the Saboteur wines are both just delicious. So, guys, if you haven't tasted Saboteur, do yourselves a favor and go out and get yourself some. But before we say anything further, I have to say that that Luddite Shiraz of yours, it's a 2016 vintage, wasn't it? 2015 vintage, yeah. We have two years Two years in barrel, two years in bottle before your release, so it's uh, in a five-year cycle. Mm. So the 2015, yeah. It is. is it's just a classic, classic, classic Shiraz. It is completely and utterly beautiful, and all the fruit coming from your property, hey? That's correct, yeah. That's the difference between the Luddite label and the Saboteur. Uh, the Luddite, 100% are in fruit, that's the Shiraz and the Shannon, mm. and the Saboteur is uh, mostly bought in fruit. Mm. Niels, do you think that it's going to have... We were chatting very briefly about it, but I've had a couple of inquiries from my listeners to say what kind of devastating, how devastating is the effect of drought going to be on wine production in South Africa for the next couple of years going forward? Have you got a thought on that? Yeah, I mean, we've, we're feeling it directly because we don't irrigate uh, our own vineyards and uh, it's been quite dramatic, the drop in uh, you know, the quality stays there because you're getting lots of flavor concentration, but smaller mm. berries... Mm. And, you know, we've we've gone down, you know, on the Luddite by 10,000 bottles from one vintage to the next, which is crazy. Mm. Um, I think, you know, we're all going to be affected by it. And the weather does seem to be in all kinds of different patterns. Mm. The rain seems to be coming later as opposed to when it used to come sort of June, July, August. Now September, October, November, that also influences, you know, what happens in the vineyard. But uh, we're all just going to have to farm but more widely, and I think the biggest change is going to be planting um, 
you know, more drought and heat resistant uh, grape varieties, especially um, especially on the whites. Yes. And probably, you know, probably even more so on the reds. You know, the reds, the listeners would know uh, more, you know, offhand, but some of the whites have some unpronounceable names. Yes. Uh, like, Never like, heard of uh, them before. Yeah, like Azertico. Yes. And, um, you know, they've done well in very dry climates for centuries. And, I think and Gary no Jordan. Why they, I think Gary Jordan's great. planting some. He has. He's planted some, and Alberino, you know, Springfield got the Alberino out, and Newton Johnson. And they so, are delicious. Yeah, they are cultivars that will probably be more suited to, to our climate. Mm. And, and I think that's going to be the biggest shift. Uh, you know, there's not much we can do about the weather, uh, we can, but we can farm more cleverly. That's yes, just important. adapt or die, in the true words of our beloved Vivita Bezade note, just adapt or die. Before, yes, before I say goodbye to you, there's a Shannon. There's a little secret weapon in your arsenal. Tell us about your Shannon. Yeah, you know, Shannon is it's quite frustrating because we seem to just end up breaking promises because uh, yeah, everybody everybody's after the Shannon, but there's not a lot of it around. It's a very small block just in front of our house, and that you know, with the drought, uh, the volumes have, have got quite small. We've we've planted a new block, but there's only a thousand. 1,130 bottles this year and it's pretty much gone before we even make it so it's quite frustrating trying to keep everybody happy uh, but it is a you know it is a shannon to sort of really uh, I always call it a cerebral wine to, to really uh, you know challenge your brain and your taste buds because it's fermented on skins which is not generally done no. uh, it spends 22 days on skins it's uh, all natural ferment we press it um and take all the sediment to barrel, and we don't add any sulfur because we want the wine to develop in the barrel uh, in its own direction. So it spends a year in barrel with uh, butternard stirring up the lease, and the only time we put in a bit of sulfur is just to protect it through the bottling process. Mm. So it is a bit geeky, it's a bit train spotter sort of wine, uh, but it's it, it really just keeps the, you know, opening up in the glass yeah. and keep, keeps you interested the whole time. Uh, I just wish we had more of it to go around. It's a yeah. thinking man's wine, and I want a yeah. bottle at exactly the right temperature with a big bowl filled with fresh lobster. That's what I want with that, Shannon. Fantastic. Next time I see you, Niels, that's Making what Making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You're just such a star. You and Penn have just come such a long way from when I met you. I can't even remember how many years ago. And you've, yeah. done, you've done so much. Yeah. To... No, thank you. We've... Uh, it is quite weird when we sort of look at old photographs. Oh, it's, it's a long been a time. Steep journey, and and it seems like just the other day, but it's uh, twenty years now. So it is twenty like years. It's a long time. If any of my listeners want to come and visit, do you open the farm to guests? Yeah, yeah. I love visitors. It means I can stop what I'm doing and have a glass of wine with them. <laughs> okay, so, good. What's your website? Yeah, we uh, websites uh, ludditeswines.co.za. Uh, so www. Brilliant. And they can just get hold of you and say, we're coming, or can they just pop in? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, during the weekend, just pop in weekends by appointment. Okay. I'd do the tastings myself if I'm there. So, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, Everybody's welcome. Thank you, my darling. Your wines are simply delicious. Thank you for joining us on Touch HD. Lovely. Thanks very much, Kay. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. All right. Cheers. Bye. Digital is the future, and we are that future. We are. Touch HD.